What's up, everybody? And welcome to the Other Side of the Firewall podcast, where we highlight those movers and shakers and glass ceiling breakers, those people of color in IT who've made it to the proverbial other side of the firewall. So today, I have a special guest. I have Chelsea Pierre from Blurred Lean Technology, and she is our very first interviewee. So I'm extremely excited. So how are you doing today? Doing fine. How are you? I can't complain. I definitely can't complain. So uh, for the audience, if you could just give us uh, just who you are and uh, what, what your company is about. Sure, no problem. <laughs> so hello, everybody. Yes, my name is Chels Pierre. I'm the founder and CEO of Blurreds Leading Technology. And yes, for those, it is Blurreds. Let me add this. I did not create the term Blurreds because <laughs> many people ask. It was there uh, way before my time, but it stands for Black Nerds. So it's Black Nerds Leading Technology, Blurreds Leading Technology. And what it is, it is a technology technological hub so no matter what stage you are in your career it is kind of a cradle to cradle or cradle to cradle to grade <laughs> um resource hub so if you become a member you have access to certification vouchers training uh, it career consultants business career consultants uh partner with venture capitalists uh, different ones at your disposal black owned ones um, and it is so much resume editors. All of that is free to you by becoming a member. And we have several packages depending on what stage you are and what you need. So that is the quick phase <laughs> elevator pitch of my company. Got you. No, I, I appreciate that. It's definitely well said. So I, I'm definitely impressed with your uh, your company. Uh, we have a, a a similar, or I should say, we have uh, uh, a mentor or a friend in our lives that kind of put us together. So, uh, shout out to Jeffrey Lodick for uh, for definitely. As soon as I said, "Hey, I have this idea," and then part of it, part of my podcast name is the name of your podcast. So don't sue me. Um, like the first thing he did was he he added you immediately. He was like, "Yeah, I know somebody who you definitely need to speak to. She definitely fits the the, the platform. You guys should definitely work together." So here we are. So I definitely appreciate your time uh, and definitely spreading your message because it, it definitely does blend to the platform really well. Um, so with that being said, uh, I know a lot of people ask, uh, at least me, uh, I, I assume also you the same question, like what what got you in IT? Well, honestly, I was probably Air Force. And so I could say I tested into it. <laughs> So I, I tested into it and I grew a type of love for it. And with the school, I honestly, I did not think at that time that I would be intelligent enough for it. Um, I had a different perspective of what an IT career was and what the uh, depiction that, uh, you know, TV back at that time and uh, media made it look like. And I said, you know what? That's not me. That is not a that is not a reflection of me. But got into it, loved it. It challenged me. It grew me. Uh, it has its rewards. It definitely has its challenges. It has its stereotypes that I definitely try to break. And it is it is very rewarding. So I've done different areas from networking to system admin, uh, definitely to cyber, and I enjoy all aspects of it. Awesome. Yeah. The, so, so similar, similar background, you know, also Air Force. So I, again, you know, tested into it and what have you, but um, so what, what really put its hooks into you? Like, why did you, why is it something you took with you when you left the uh, the military? Well, when I left and I could, I, I originally, <laughs> originally, believe it or not, wanted to be a pharmacist. Uh, my family is in the medical field. My mother, my grandmother, everybody has some part in a hospital. Um, and so they expected me to be a, in a pharmaceutical aspect because of I was good at math. I enjoyed chemistry and areas like that. But it was it was just drawn to me. I realized I had a niche. I realized that I had a niche to um, just the... Uh, Breaking down the understanding, the resolving, the helping people, I grew a gratification to assisting others and having a system and breaking it down and understanding. And it's forever growing. And so that, that will mean I will forever, you know, continue to grow with it. And so opportunities always presented itself. I guess I have a high value <laughs> in it. Many people always wanted to hire me. You know, the pay is not bad. And so I just, 
I grew, I honestly grew to enjoy it. I grew to men, I enjoy mentoring those who I worked with. Um, and another reason, I guess, would be, I get. I also didn't want to leave because I always tend to have been either. Is the door opening for others? Typically, are either the first woman, first African American, or the only. And so, if I remove myself from that career field, I won't. I felt like at that time, especially during that time, you know, I'm not gonna. I wanted to continue to pave the way for somebody else. So while it was good, I could showcase that I am good. I could showcase that I am professional. I could showcase and um, you know, encourage the hiring managers to hire more of us. And so that that that's a lot of why I stayed, besides the fact that I just enjoy the technology aspect of it. Okay. And that, that so that passion, right? So uh there's a lot of people trying to to figure out a path to getting in. So what would you kind of uh, recommend like a, a good stepping point, like a good good entry into into IT if you are, uh, you know, a person of color, a woman of color uh, or, or any okay. of the above? I, I would say, first of all, <clears throat> a lot of people and they're going to do it. But if you can sit down and decide what you actually want to do in IT, that would save you a lot of headache, a lot of um, save you a lot of resources it, it would save you because people just jump in and just dabble into something just to get into IT and realize they've wasted a lot of money wasted a lot of time and they're in a area of it that they don't know so first off I always recommend people to self-reflect uh it's th- three to four questions I always ask people that come to me do you want to do you want to work with people that's first and foremost. Do you want to work with people? Do you want to deal with people or do you want to be isolated? That's the very first question. Second question is, do you like, do you like writing reports? How do you feel about writing or how do you feel about math? Or are you one of those, another question, are you one of those people that want to prevent things from happening or do you want to fix things that has caused, um, has created some type of uh, issue or outage? And those probing self-probing questions you have to ask yourself before you jump in because once you answer those you know what I don't want to deal with nobody I don't want to be around nobody I actually I really don't want to do math I don't think I would like coding I you know I just you know what is there an area that I could probably lead people but kind of isolate myself in fact I don't want to lead people like you need to ask yourself this and that that would direct you to what area because it is so many areas from project management to cyber and even even Outside of that, when you find an area that you want to do, and let's say networking, that breaks down more to if do you just want to be to yourself fixing stuff or preventing stuff or building stuff, or do you want to be with a group of people? So that that's the very first thing that I advise people. Let's do self-probing to see what will make you happy first, uh, because at the end of the day in IT, money will come. People jump into it. I want to get in this because I heard it makes a lot of money, and it does, but at some point you're going to want to quit because the money's not going to be worth it. So, so probe, and then let's jump in and figure out what you want to do. Cause the money will always be there. You just have to dig for it. So. No, that, that's, that's good. That's definitely good advice. Like uh, isolation. That's, <laughs> that's, that's why I went in networking right there. It's like, you know what, how can I fix things but not have to talk to the customer? You know what? Networking. That's that's my bread and butter. So no, that that's that's really good. That also leads me to uh, a bunch of other type of questions. Like, um, <laughs> I think this is a really good conversation. So, uh, I like what you said about the the money will come and what have you. But I also remember uh, I watched one of your um, your your speeches. So in your uh, Chelsea Pierre, success is easy. You said something. I was like, man, if only. I knew to tell people this early on. You said that uh, it costs money to be in IT, basically. Like um, my exact question to you was, uh, what is the price of time and money to be, you know, a leader in in your field? Oh man, it it's in a ballpark, you know, like that. <laughs> Yeah, it, so <clears throat> oh man, it was, it's thousands, right? It's it's thousands. It's not cheap. 
the direction I took to get from a novice to, you know, lead positions, project lead positions, it, it, it cost, it, it's about a couple of thousand, I'd say, right. I'd say around, around the ballpark within over the years, I probably hit about 30,000 easy. And I'm just saying at the minimum, because right. what, what happens is that you, one, of course, um, certifications that's what the jobs want to see uh, as evidence right uh, some people agree some people don't agree upon about it but at the end of the day certifications uh, into degrees you know depending on who you're working for but outside of the edu- education in a collegiate area you have to you need you have to read uh, to excel. You're gonna get hit a certain peak in your career, and if you want to progress, you have to buy a home lab. You have to buy a virtual lab. You have to practice this stuff, uh, like really be in tune to this stuff um, on your off time, because it's it, it's it's no longer just a job. Sooner or later, it's gonna be a career. Sooner or later, it's gonna be a craft. That's like you know somebody that's into to art or stuff like that you know they're always perfecting their craft and you have to pay to perfect your craft you know go to conferences networks see what's out there buy articles join you know different platforms what is changing ai ai is constantly changing where are we now you know you walk into home depot and you see your refrigerator talking to you right <laughs> when did you know when did that start you know now we have you know cars electric cars you know uh you know tesla stuff like that how did that start you know what is they doing all of that is technology so if you miss the wave you know the big thing now is cloud right cloud 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 is booming you know so uh cloud security is definitely expanding so where where are we from where we are where we going right so but you have to you know you have to grow that and that does take time that you have to educate yourself to educate yourself farther it costs money so it's and you just have to do it to really get to as high uh, as pay grade <laughs> as you want because when you do those interviews you know they are you able to do this technical position uh you know you close your eyes yes this 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 is this you know even if uh, i like to give this advice to those who are trying to get into a field that they have not get, gotten into. One thing that you can say to say, hey, have you have you uh, played with a firewall? You know, this is an example. You know, you're trying to apply for firewall admin. Have you touched a firewall? Well, no. You know, recruiter, well, I, or interviewer, well, I, I, well, but I have not worked in a firewall position, but I have, you know, uh, I have a virtual firewall and I've done this, done that. So I now had to create these rules and I have to change this, this ACL. Like I, I understand it. I have practiced it. You know, I just, you, you love to end it with, I just do not know how your network works, but I have the technical capacity and the skills to do it. And so that comes with uh, practicing and doing things off of, you know, your work hours but that costs money. <laughs> so the more money you want to make, the more money you're going to spend. Right. No, so, hey, preach. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to start with time and it's going to definitely end with you spending some money. Um, so I, I guess, like, so I, I, I want to take it through tiers, right? So uh, let, let's go with uh, uh, technician through um, entrepreneur when it came to challenges. So from a, a technical standpoint, what challenges did you face? And, and now that you've transitioned to uh, not working for yourself and then, you know, working for others, basically, mm-hmm. like now, now you're, you're a platform of your service, right? You're in servitude to the people. So what were the challenges when you were, you know, a technician in the field? And what are the challenges now that you're a boss in the field? Oh, man, there was challenges. <laughs> there were challenges. Let's, let's remember when, when I started, there was not a witty or a whiskey, you know, women in technology or women in cybersecurity. It was not all of these groups that has, you know, rose to the challenge, you know, so and then I applaud them for taking that initiative. So when I was <clears throat> when I started off, there was not a lot of women in IT. It was definitely, definitely not a lot of women of color. So at that time, black males, um, they they started populating, they started coming, but what would happen, they would put black males in certain positions. Like it would be rare at that time to see a black male as a networker. 
it would be rare because they held networking at that time prestigious and we're going to give it to you know uh caucasian blue-eyed blind male and you know and it, and that's how the media portrayed it so when they did hiring that's the uh ideal person that they put in those positions so they would leave black males probably pc support you know other positions and so a black woman me i come in and they see a woman so they say well you know uh welcome at you know you could do the inventory. You create the spreadsheets. You know, <laughs> you right. can, uh, you know, count the cables, clean out the clean out the storage room. I can't tell you how many storage rooms I have cleaned. You would do the domestic labor. So it was not a lot of jobs that they actually had me come in and actually do technical work they had me more of a cleanup and I didn't like it It was many days I cried it was many days I complained and they basically was like hey we hired you they would even give me like decent positions like I like back then high positions but would still have me doing domestic roles if there was if they would put me in front of you know a, a system to you know fix this or monitor this traffic if something was down okay well you tell you know this gentleman or you tell this gentleman tell bob tell joe you know you don't worry about it you just notate you know you create a report and have you know a male fix it and so it was quite <laughs> quite challenging so but i took advantage over it i you know while they had me not do nothing, I could tell you to educate myself in those roles, earn more certifications, and then grew up to higher, you know, grew to higher positions. And then as the world of IT was changing and more women was coming in and we were showing that we had more skills and I was showing I had more skills and I was like, hey, most stern, like, I'm not doing this. You hired me to do this job. I'm going to do it. Or you can find a male to do it, right? Uh, of course, they had a lot of sexist comments. So unless... Um, Fighting all that advers- that adversity continued to grow. And so, again, like we said, as you grow, uh, training, money become an issue. You know, have to grow. You have to grow with your money. Your gr- money need to grow with you uh, when it comes to IT. And so, when we get to the business aspect of it, so in a woman trying to <laughs> open an IT company that's not nonprofit, it's when I go to these networking functions it is you know men look alike oh well that's very impressive it's like microaggressions is it the company that's impressive or is it me that's impressive you know and so if I had a male explain you know do the same pitch would you you know say that so it, it is they are no, I'm wrong. Some are actually impressed uh, that are in IT. Others are impressed that a woman is behind this and want to know who the rest of my leadership role and that mm-hmm. that is right. So it has its challenges, but it does it doesn't bother me. You keep pushing. It's just another area that you know gonna have to break the ceiling and show like yes, women we can be in we can own STEM, you know, companies that are not just nonprofit. You know, because a lot of them see nonprofit dollars. Oh, that's cute. You're helping the community. You know, something what a woman would do. But no, we could run companies. So I definitely applaud all of those other women CEOs in these major multi-million dollar companies out there. So they are definitely opening the doors. So, <laughs> but it, it it is hard. And then there are not a lot of, uh, I go to these tech functions, these tech networkings, and there are not a lot of us, just black individuals, period. They're not a lot. They are really not a lot, so um, so it, it's sad. But we <laughs> we we we're shifting. So no, de- definitely. So um, perseverance, right? It seems to be like one of your uh, of many character traits that you have. That seems to be something that kind of runs the gamut of the you know from technician all the way to uh, CEO. Yeah. Uh, what other character traits do you believe uh, kind of allow you to make that jump like to to go from uh from from being a technician being the top of your craft to know i've run a business where i'm on top of my craft and uh, people who are who are master the craft work for me and provide a service as well you you have to so i'm I'm different from a lot of people people say stay humble but i i believe stay prideful have a pride about yourself 
just have pride. The, the speech of stay humble. I mean, it's, it's, it's a beautiful speech. I mean, it's beautiful. Stay humble, you know, stay true to yourself, right. <laughs> you know, you know, all of that, you know, it's, it's, it's good. You should stay self-centered, but be, have pride about what you're doing because others, you being around other people and they have pride about what they're doing and their pride will try to overshadow yours. Their accomplishments will try to purposely overshadow what you're doing. So have some type of pride, have strong shoulders, strong backbone and have pride as to what you're doing. Speak in pride, speak in this, speak with assertiveness. You know, I do this because of this, because I'm passionate about this. I believe in it. These are the boundaries I've crossed and I will excel and I will accomplish stuff. And you have to carry that in your heart, your mind, and vocally. And it will be respected. It's, it's going to be respected regardless. They, it's either going to be respected or not by the end of the day, it's going to be acknowledged. And so that's, that is definitely what I, what I will advise. People just have pride, have, a, have pride in what you are doing and walk in it. Because sometimes things gonna get hard, and that inner pride will turn to self encouragement, and it will push you through, you know, some tough times. So, especially, yeah, yeah especially look in the mirror, things are not going wrong, or somebody, you know, have told you no, or they don't want to work with you, or you know, don't want to, you know, different things like they accept the con- contract. You know, you, you look in the mirror, and you say, you know what? They don't have to because I am this over this and over this and I will excel and they will turn back and regret, right? Kind of like what they what they do behind the scenes at, at uh, Shark Tank. Like they didn't want to fund me, but you know, it's right. So, but yeah. That, that's definitely empowering. Like, so that, that, you know, that goes, that transition, trans, transitions? No, that's not the right word. Transcends. There you go. That transcends the IT, right? Yeah. Uh, but that's definitely not something that is, that's not that's not stereotypical IT. Like IT people are usually seen as being like um, uh, meek and being um, you know isolated to themselves and things of that nature. So um, that's definitely something you, that's a, a muscle you need to work on if you want to make that transition. Yeah, like I, I like that. That's definitely uh, something something to definitely preach to, to people. Yeah. Um, but with that being said, so what what is a realistic goal to make that transition like how do you how do you know uh that this is right for you like like how how did you know that this was like i need to go to the next step like there there is more ceiling here than uh than where i'm at that possibly no ceiling at all <laughs> what what made me cross over to uh starting a company was again uh as i was explaining earlier networking I, I joined different tech organizations and so I uh, there was there was an organization nonprofit blacks blacks in uh, technology bit right and so they had they have different chapters in different cities they didn't have one in Florida and so they was looking for somebody to open a chapter in Miami and so at that time of course you know living in Tampa Florida I'm like or Miami, we have Tampa, you know. Uh, so I reached out to the founder of it, LinkedIn. He directed me to one of his directors, and I created a pitch of, "Hey, I understand you look at Miami. That is a very good hot spot. Um, let's do. How about Tampa? Because you know, Bill Gates. Sorry, my cat hopped on me. Because <laughs> you know, uh, they put you know a lot of these uh, top tech heavies put a lot of money in Tampa, trying to go technologi- technologically. So. I made that pitch. He said, okay. He said, you know, I'll have you be the chapter president. And so I came back and said, you know what, let's do Central Florida, which covers Tampa, Tampa, Sarasota, St. Pete, and Gainesville, I believe it was, no, Orlando. And so I said, let's do Central Florida because people travel all of those cities to come to Tampa for conferences. So he was like, well, that's a lot of cities. Can you think you can handle them? I'm like, yes, because, <laughs> you know, yes, right. So, but not, but nonetheless, when I took that role, I seen a need because now I'm surrounded by people from different backgrounds within that city and their issues and technology and what's happening. So to really expand and help the community, our community more, uh, you can't really do the capacity to what you want to do 
in somebody else's business, right? Uh, so I had to step out and create my own to really run and expand and provide the resources that I felt and believed and that was asked for by a lot of those individuals. So what what pushes me to a ceiling is understanding what a need is and how to fix it because a person could easily have stayed where they are, got comfortable and say, hey, I got mines. You can get yours whenever you get it. Best of luck. But it's it takes a different type of person to say, hey, mines will come, you know, but to see you excel or want to, ex- to excel, that, that's it. Like my company could be, you know, my company can never make another penny. But if I know that I helped one or two people get farther in their career, I've done my job. And that, and that is it. That's all I want to do because nobody, uh, nobody took the time to help me in my career. I learned about bumping my head. I learned about failing. I learned about tears. I learned it by hardships. I learned by different ways that I, you know, somebody would have just said, hey, what you trying to do? Let me help you. I probably would have grew faster. So because I had to go through that, I don't want nobody else to have to go through that if I could reach them. And that's realistically why I keep pushing, why I keep busting uh, ceilings, why I decided to make this national, to hit different cities, to market in different cities, to join different conferences in different cities and talk and just showcase, hey, you know, my company has these resources, join and I'll give you what you need. No, that's that's awesome. So that that goes into another reason why I definitely want you on the on the uh, on the the podcast video, whatever whatever you want to call the platform at this time, um, was just because I, that, that's the same thing I heard when I, when I uh, listened to the same speech that uh, success is easy, where you stated if you have the ability to look back and say I could have taken an easier route, teach the next person that easier route, and it, it seems to definitely be your your mantra uh, moving forward. So I think I think that's awesome because a lot of people are in it for themselves or um you know they're they might reach a, a certain um position and they don't want to give that hand uh up not a hand out but a hand up like hey listen i could be your sponsor i can i can get you to that next level and if you exceed me then that's fine you know I me mean? I, I did my job um do you think that comes from uh just your personal life or is it some of that infused from being in the military Hey listeners, please remember that you can support this podcast directly by becoming members of the show's Patreon. Here you'll be able to listen to the podcast seven days early completely ad-free. However, in these trying times we understand that you may not be able to become a Patreon just yet. In that case, please listen to the show once it's available on free feeds, leave us constructive feedback, and share with your blurred friends and family. Thank you. It comes from my personal life. Um, I, as a child, I, I had to pretty much raised to have to be independent, right? Both of my parents, they worked, I was the oldest, they worked, they took, they took care of, they took care of bills. So if I wanted to make good grades and if I wanted to do this, I had to do it. I didn't have, you know, the help or the, hey, Chelsea, we see you struggling or the guidance counselor in the school say, hey, I believe in you. Let me help you. Let me guide you. I didn't have that. I didn't have <laughs> any of that. Right. And so uh, some friends I hung with, some of them you know, excelled, some of them didn't do anything, but none of them, nobody, you know, uh, yeah, I, I grew, so they teach, you know, self um, accountability and all of this stuff, trying to push it into people, but my life was self account. how I was raised, it was self accountability, like you either, you are either going to make it or you're not, period, and that's just how I was raised, uh, the only excuses that I could have is excuses that what I didn't do. So I didn't have, you know, a mentor, mentor growing up or anything like that. Even when I started the business, you know, I, I really didn't have all of that stuff. So if I wanted advice, I had to reach out to somebody, hey, make myself known. Hey, I see you doing this. Can you please take time to show me how you did it? Some would say yes. Some would say no. Some would have to, a lot of, some, very few would have time. A lot wouldn't. And that was even in my even when I was in the Air Force, Air Force, they reflect, you know, mentorship and stuff like that. But my leadership, they didn't have time. 
<laughs> my leadership mm-hmm. didn't have time. So that that was the life that God set before me. Like, hey, nobody's going to help you. <laughs> you got to figure it out yourself. And because of all those years of, man, you know, I just, you know, I don't want nobody to have to go through that. So I the help that I wish I would have had instead of being you know, upset, burdened, depressed, or, you know, have a wall up towards it, I will pass it to others. So uh, anybody that hit me up, hey, I have advice, I need help. I make my, I try to make myself as available as possible because it hurts trying to get to something and you just don't have that, that help. So. No, definitely. Like um, that, that leads me to ask you the question. It's a cliche interview question, right? Like okay. for like a job interview, what, a, what is a, a, a failure or pitfall um, that you overcame uh, to, to be, <laughs> you know, to, to reach that, that success basically. Uh, I hate to ask that question, but I, I, I mean, like, I think it, it flows pretty well in, in here only because yeah, no, there's probably right. a lot of people who, who feel stuck. It's like, no, no, you're so close. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, well, I have, let's see. I have, uh, I can tell you my current pitfall that I have not quite overcame yet or battling to overcome. I'm very impatient. I, I have seen, I've seen multiple companies and I follow multiple companies and I, I ignore the fact of how long they've been open, but I just see what they're doing. I look at other people accomplishes and I see what they're doing and I see what they're being. And so I, I reflect my, my accomplishment timeline on what they have. And so I'll look at somebody. I, I was a, if you could do it, I could do it. Or really if it, if it, has been done then I don't see why I cannot accomplish it myself and so they got companies and now you know multi-billion dollar companies well why is not mine a multi-billion dollar company there's a multi-billion dollar company why is mine not doing it yet <laughs> you know and so uh the idea of having to go through the process the idea of you have to go to a process has always been my downfall my weak fall of just acknowledging that in all aspects right I um, want to go to college. Well, why do I have to, you know, I want to hurry up and get into college. Well, you have to take the GRE. I want to take the GRE. Just go ahead and put right. me in college. I'm going to pay you, right? So it's, 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 I have an issue with understanding. It's, it's going to be a process. It's going to be a process. And that's a very common, you know, issue with a lot of people. Like, hey, why am I not where I want to be right now? And I still have my moments of it and have to calm myself down and realize I'm making great, you know, great initiative, right? So uh, what I, now how I look at it, am I going up or am I going down? So instead of me feeling like it's a, a steadfast, I'm either going up or I'm going down. And so that what calms me down. So I look at it like, well, I'm not here. Then I have to realize, well, I'm not, go- I'm not, you know, descending in the direction I'm going and so that calms me and that's why I would tell a lot of people if you're trying to start a business you're trying to start in your IT career um and you feel like well I'm not there yet I haven't made I haven't I've done this I have these search they haven't gave me a you know I haven't made six figures yet what's going on is it, is it this is it that it's it's coming <laughs> you know it's uh right. it's, it's coming so it's it's a it's a process so you need to know what that process entails of so you can look at others and like, I'll give it like Facebook, Zuckerman. I didn't know that um, Zuckerman had um, had a, um, a VC, right, venture capitalist behind him. I thought, and what was posted, right, because I knew his father had money. Uh, you know, he went to Harvard, so I thought he, how it was portrayed, he made Facebook. Facebook grew, then shoo, right? I didn't know that, you know, he you know, had stakeholders and people that invested into Facebook early for it to expand. And so, gotcha. and it's a, it's a lot of, you don't know what the backside that people had to go through to get to where they at. They just going to show the glamour and show, you know, yeah, I came from here to here. Right. right. So 
it is it is it is a lot like paypal right on paypal it took it took a couple of years before paypal became paypal so and paypal really <laughs> uh people didn't people thought paypal was was worthless right and they really really didn't go boom they ultimate boom until they sold it to ebay and so uh but you, you don't know that so it's it's like just it's a process and just let the process work itself but understand what is the process where you're trying to go and continue trying to break and just go through that channel and that that is it's, it's hard because you see others doing it and they killing it but we don't know what you know what tears and what headaches or what help and what support that they had to get there that you don't have and so that's what calms me down gotcha patience yeah that's that's definitely a a a hard one um especially when you you make a video as similar to another video that has seventy thousand hits you got 10 (laughs) you're like wait a minute but you know you just don't know you don't know like what that person already had or you know the the algorithm you know blessed them over you because of these reasons yeah um so yeah that's definitely definitely good advice um so when it comes to to uh Blurred lean technology, so BLT, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, what is your measure of um, success for for those people who um, are members? Like, so when they when they purchase their package and things of that nature, like, it, walk me through the process. So, so when they purchase their packages, so somebody comes, hey, purchase the elite membership package, one of my main ones. Okay. What happens is that I send them an automatic email, you know, welcome, and I have a list. This is all what we're going to provide for you. And so from Jump, what certifications do you want? Because they get a free certification uh, voucher of any certification they want. I believe it's every five months. I don't see the details right now. But they get a free certification, any certification they want every five months so it's like hey what career are you looking for do you know what certification do you want you know get, let me know the certification um here is all of the links to my training uh free you know computer-based training i offer free physical books hey what uh, technical book do you want i partner with some great companies that will offer me and deliver those books what is because i give out the swagware so what is you know what what you know right now swagware is the the max so uh you know give me your address i need your address anyway to send you the books send you the uh the, the face mask um like hey when are you ready to spare another question you know, here, let me know when you're ready to speak to the uh, resume editor. Let me know when you're ready to speak to the IT career consultant. Let me know. And it's kind of like, when do you want to speak to the resume editor? When do you want to speak to the IT career consultant? When do you know what day do you, or give me a, uh, what span do you want to speak to the business consultant? Do you have a business? Um, you know, uh, so it's all of those questions. So I could get them from there in touch with uh, all of the people that I'm working with and it just provides those resources and so from at that point you're giving all the access you're giving all the tools I'm working on your vouchers to give it to you have it ready for you you know you stay active for five months you know as soon as that send your email congratulations here's your voucher uh good luck on your test you know um you don't pass it's all right wait five more months we're gonna give you another voucher (laughs) so but uh because it's it's every couple of months we'll send you a free cert right um my goal it's 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 weird because i'm quite different i i know i've done my part when somebody says hey thank you for your package my career has grown i do not need your services no more i'll probably Okay. I'll probably clap because a lot of companies they want to keep members, which is great. You know that that raises revenue, but my goal is to hear I do not need it no more. Uh, and I would say I do not need it no more. And I have passed. You know, I have somebody else that can use a resource, and then they bring somebody else along, right? So it is I've taken what I needed, and I brought somebody else along so they can excel. And it is the rotating door that will okay. that makes me happy 
Okay, no, that's awesome. So it's like you uh, you kick them out out of the nest and they fly. They're they're on their way doing their thing. Yeah. Now I, I like that. That's that's a really good model. Most people are like, no, nah, I want them back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I want them back immediately. No, that's, that's yeah. good. That's good. So I remember uh, uh, when we talked in the past, uh, you you spoke about the uh, the not the broker, but uh, what was it? Um, what's the terminology for the, the, the people you sync up with the, the customer to uh, fund them basically. Oh, the venture yeah. capitalist. There you go. Venture capitalist. Venture I should capitalist. know that. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so how does that process work? So I, so what, well, let's do, uh, do a little history real fast. So okay. what I realized is that just like it, there are not a lot of venture capitalists that funds black companies. So uh, I was told that, well, one of the reasonings was that, you know, black company, black owners don't have the type of companies that a lot of venture capitalists are looking for. Um, take of how you want to take it. That's what I was told. But either way, that is another initiative. That's why they are having a lot of black owned venture capitalists to help support and fund us uh, black small businesses. So that's a little tidbit. So those who want to get into IT and start your own company, do it because I believe it's only 1% of African-Americans that uh, have, it's something low like that, have black startup companies in tech, in tech that is. Uh, but nonetheless, so that's a little, right. a little history. So with that, I partner with uh, venture capitalists. So what happens is you speak to my business consultant, of course, that's, free of charge with you I believe you, I have it every three months yeah every three months you speak to him for an hour and because one I have it expanded like that because he's awesome you shouldn't have to you can reach out to him I believe y'all set your own schedule but you shouldn't have too many um meetings with him because he's going to give you a full hey this is what you should do step by step strategic guide you know then in the next three months hey where are you at what are you doing in a process rolls like that so what happens is that he <clears throat> he'll let you know and let you know my company know when you're ready to speak to a venture capitalist because you have to be ready you have to have your paperwork your pitches you all of that ready right so they can approve you so uh, he lets us know I would give a different contract because what happens if my venture capitalist, you know, funds you, we automatically get, you know, 3% of your equity. So uh, that's, that's just what it is. We believe in your company. <laughs> so we will, uh, we will get 3%. So that is, uh, and, and that's not a lot. That's not a lot. So, uh, so after that, you agree. Okay. You know, you can have 3%. Okay, great. I will put you in connection with the, venture capitalists uh, I'll put you in connection with them anyway if they fund you then I'll get three percent so they you're ready this consultant has prepared you sending your pitch decks or speaking to however you know whoever and so what they do is uh, of course they fund you get three percent you know good luck on your business but if they do not if they do not fund you then they have to provide a report to me explaining you know why they didn't fund your company and so one that gives them accountability because like i said venture capitalist the percentage is low and two that lets me know and lets my business consultant know like hey we didn't fund them because of this 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 you know move for you know help him or her work on this so you know or have this ready and send them back to us and we could, we will probably fund them the next time or you know or you know let the rest of your members know that's trying to cross over to have all of this so it, it all around it helps us it helps me keep them accountable and it helps us like hey this wasn't right you know, send them back when it's fixed. So we can continue, you know, to have that. Because what I would like to see is all of my, um, all of my business members get the funding that they need. And so what I'm working on is multiple venture capitalist companies. So it could be kind of, hey, you could speak to all my venture capitalists, whoever offers you the better deal, that's who you should go with. That's actually a discrepancy. But here is multiple about, you know, three to five venture capitalists that you can, you know, uh, I'll, you know, shoot your shot with. <laughs> gotcha. So that's that's awesome. So it it truly is cradle to grave, right? You can come in not knowing much about IT, and then you yeah. could, if you so were inclined, you know, start your own business and be funded 
to yes. uh, to do so. And that is and that is and that is how that package is created. We I have five packages, so that is just one of my packages uh, that I offer. One of the popular ones. So yeah. Okay. All right. No, that's that's what's up. Uh, so we'll definitely at the end. I uh, definitely want you to, to let us know where we can find you and all that good stuff, uh, as well as it'll be posted in the notes. Uh, but. Uh, before we end, like what I, what I like to do with uh, just on our show in general is we kind of end with uh, what you what you've been what you've been playing and what you've been doing and what you've been reading. So I think in your case, obviously, the, to pick the brain of a CEO, like what 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 kind of media are you ingesting when you have time? I've just finished a book, and I do not know what a book. Hold on, let me, I actually want to show the book uh, if you don't mind. I will grab it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, I just finished reading it, and it was interesting because it just I went to Books and Noble, and I'm not gonna lie, I think I, it just drew me because of the color was blue, and I said, "Oh, that's a pretty, color. <laughs> that's okay. a pretty color book." <laughs> and um, I read a title, read a couple of pages, not realizing who the author was. Okay. So, uh, and typically people see the title, they see the author, research the author, and that is what you should do. Research who, who is talking to you. Don't, don't go my route. But I, I like to read the first couple of pages first uh, to see if it, see how I feel about it. Intro to back, just first couple in the first back, uh, last pages. And so I'm like, it kind of resonated with me. And let me, let me actually show you the, the book okay. if you don't mind. Yeah, yeah, no problem. I'll, I'll keep talking to the audience. This, this, this is good TV right here. <laughs> so while, while Chessie's doing that, uh, so what, what I, what have I been ingesting, right? Uh, so I've been watching uh, Amend on Netflix. Amazing. So Will Smith, uh, you got Samuel Jackson, you got uh, uh, Marshala Ali, I think is how you pronounce his name. He's going to be the new Blade, humongous actor, right? So I was telling everybody about Amendment, uh, Amendment on Netflix. I started yeah. that today. Oh, it's, it's oh, powerful. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely talk, talks about the 14th Amendment, just its impact on us as, as a as a culture. So if they have not seen it, definitely check it out. I'm on episode three. I've already been from happy to sad and angry, like full range. You know what I mean? Like it's like watching Rosewood <laughs> or Amistad. You're like, I shouldn't watch this because I'm going to get mad. But you watch it anyway. And you're like, oh, I'm glad I watched it. <laughs> but uh, back to you, ma'am. Yeah, no problem. It is zero to one notes on startups and how to build the future, right? Okay. And so this guy right here was one of the original founders of PayPal. And so I did oh. not, I did not realize that until um, reading deeper into the book. And so he, because what, what he did outlined other companies, but what, what this book, and I, and I finished it, it gives... It's for startups, and uh, it gives notes to what to do, kind of what to do, what not to do, what to realize, what not to realize, and the, just the mental capacity and how you should or shouldn't just advice on running the company. He compares it to other major CEOs and major corporations, so it's kind of, hey, I'm just warning you. Don't do this because this is what happened to these CEOs of these multiple companies, and this is how their companies failed by going this route. So don't do that route. So it's it's very informative. So I finished that book. I I do get on YouTube and I watch a lot of uh, stories of major corporations of how they started their business. Again, one that keeps me aligned with it's okay everybody has start finishing challenges so it keeps me aligned it keeps me understanding there is a journey there is a process and to be patient and I just watch several several uh CEOs and where they how they started what they went through and where they at and what they did with their company after it grew so I started watching not so much the beginning but what companies are and what they did with a company after it became successful. And so a lot of people were ridiculing me. They was like, Hey, these companies are already, you know, making it. Why are you watching? Like, what are they doing now? Or what are they trying to do? Shouldn't you start off seeing, you know, how to start? And that's not in my mind. I'm like, well, one day I'm going to get there. And I just like to know what mistakes they made after it was established, after it was grown to a certain level you know, what mistakes did they make? So I won't make those mistakes that they made and tried to fix. So, so that, that is what I, I, 
I prepare myself for the future by watching things that already has happened or where other people are at and what they're doing from where I am. So when I get there, it could be familiar and I get there like, you know what, these companies, these CEOs have done that and this was the mistake they made. So, so yeah, it's quite interesting. Okay. No, that's, that's awesome. Well, yeah, that, I think that's really good advice. Um, I, I'm definitely glad you shared that, especially that book. Like I got to check that out myself. Like I, I didn't know that was a, was a book or who it was by. So I think that would come in handy um, on my journey and what have you. So before we wrap it up, two questions. Uh, question one, what is next for Chelsea Pierre and where can we find you at? That's question number two. What is next? So if everything is going, the track that is going, Blursley and Technology will have a scholarship package and at least one college in every 50 states. So that is that is the journey that is going <laughs> right okay. now. Uh, and that's what we're fighting to do. <laughs> so you college students, if you uh, put me in touch with your directors, <laughs> your, your Peter Science equivalent directors, we're trying to put those scholarships into your colleges. And so that's, that's, the, that's the plan. Um, you can find me on LinkedIn. <laughs> you, can right. find me, you can find me on LinkedIn. It's okay. Connect okay. with me on LinkedIn. Send me a message. Uh, uh, you can also connect with my company on LinkedIn. Uh, follow my company on YouTube, uh, Facebook, and Instagram. All right. And that's Blur's Lean Technology yes. at dot com? Dot com. Yep. Dot com. All right. There it is. So uh, sorry for the technical difficulties. I appreciate your time. I, sure. I think this was an awesome interview. And I think uh, your your platform definitely is uh, is not impressive because you're a woman of color, but impressive <laughs> for all it's doing uh, for for people in general. Like you don't have to be a person of color to, to be in it, but it definitely does um, look out for for the community. So I, I appreciate your time. Oh, yes. <laughs> all right. And uh, remember, you can watch this uh, podcast audio uh, video thing that's <laughs> happening uh, seven days early, completely ad free on our Patreon. So the other side of the firewall on Patreon, uh, and then it goes out to free feeds to include YouTube and um, where you get your podcast uh, services at also called the other side of the firewall. So <laughs> definitely uh, hit us up. Follow us on all the social medias. Go to www.theothersideofthefirewall.com. And that's the anchor where you can find everything to include uh, this, this uh, interview. So thank you. Yeah. All right. Hey, listeners. Please remember that you can support this podcast directly by becoming members of the show's Patreon. Here, you'll be able to listen to the podcast seven days early, completely ad-free. However, in these trying times, we understand that you may not be able to become a Patreon just yet. In that case, please listen to the show once it's available on free feeds. Leave us constructive feedback and share with your blurred friends and family. Thank you.